0: This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you
1: is open. Go to doublet ninety seven three, for that. Of the mobile app, Visual Edge, IT hotline is open as well at eight zero six seven seven one zero nine seven three. It is a basketball Friday presented by Abundance Energy, and we'll talk in uh, football as well. Hey, I just wanted to get your your take real quick. Not not anything about the game or anything, but what what do you what do you think about both teams playing at, at five tomorrow? Do you do you think this should have staggered those, or is that just a, a coincidence that? just for whatever reason was unavoidable or maybe it was television related or et cetera, et cetera.
2: Yeah, I would have definitely preferred that they stagger them since, I mean, I enjoy watching both teams play, so um, it, with the women's game being an ESPN Plus game, I, I thought the understanding was that the home team had the chance to um, schedule that whenever they wanted to, um, mm-hmm. and obviously, you know, I can't schedule it at midnight, but Whatever. And uh, it seems odd to me that they chose to schedule it the same time as as the men's game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I I think I think you're right. I was just, it, it's curious. Um I I have not put on my investigative cap to, to ask why on that, but just it just seems it does seem it does seem curious uh to me as to why they would why they would do that. Um and maybe it's maybe it's just one of those deals where They put out the schedule and went, oh, hey, uh, that's the same time, Jack. Uh, Well, Max, we've already printed the schedule. So there we are.
2: Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, they may have done it that way because there's something going on at the arena or Mm -hmm. earlier or later or whatever. I mean, I really have no no idea, so I don't want to be too judgmental over it. Mm -hmm. Um, There's probably a, a reason they picked it, but it's definitely unfortunate that they're being played at the same time.
1: Yeah. Do you are you judgmental uh, by nature, or do you feel like that you're pretty uh, non-judgmental by nature?
2: Um, I would tell you that I am quietly judgmental, um, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I don't like get bent out of shape out of it. I just wait for the true story to come out. Okay. I won't vocalize that. Like I, I will say to myself why is somebody doing that or why are they Mm -hmm. doing that? But then I will also say, okay, I'm going to sit back and wait for an explanation before I like, you know, go to Twitter and start tweeting out questions (laughs) about why somebody is doing something.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. That, That seems, that seems very, very Jamie of you, very level headed of you. Um, I, I think sometimes others around you probably could use some of that, um, race or thought not saying anybody today I'm well, just I, saying me in general like i probably sometimes have uh, could be a little judgmental well
2: in some ways chuck i'm i'm, I'm selfish and then i'm saving myself i'm just oh. <laughs> i'm just saving myself from looking stupid when i'm like why would they do that and then there's this simple mm-hmm. explanation and that i don't know of and then yes. i look like a fool right so right, i'm just right, like right. trying not to look like a fool
1: I got you, got you. Um, I got uh, I got a, a message from a guy named Jason yesterday, who is a Morning Drive listener. He said uh, he just wanted me to know that I have been an avid listener and love the Morning Drive with you and Lint. I laugh because I'm younger, forty five, but I'm a talker like you. Love meeting folks in the pomp and circumstance. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he said I listen to the Morning Drive every day on my my morning on my Morning Drive. And uh, his mom was a uh, was a basketball player back in the day, and uh, she pe- she played on a on a team uh, with Coach uh, Gerlich's mom. Uh, oh, that's cool! Way 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 back in the day, yeah yeah. So that that's 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 pretty that was pretty cool. That was a nice uh, he, that was a nice note. And I know I, I mean I don't think I've ever met him, but I I know who he is. Um, and I knew he was I think I knew he was a morning drive listener, but it's always nice to hear one that we seem to endear ourselves to and who comes back every morning for another for another dose of this mess right i mean that's
2: (laughs) well like thanks for listening in jason that's funny that's that's cool about him playing with girl his mom playing with girlix mom
1: i know and and apparently his mom uh his mom said that uh uh, that girlix mom had a had a sweet shot so maybe girlix uh mom's dad uh you know kind of was instilled in that like like you have done that with with your daughter yeah i don't know because we'll see would you would you would you say that your daughter has a sweet shot are, are we getting to that point yet
2: um we're we still working on yeah we're it's a work in progress
1: okay yeah. i feel like if we i feel like if we ever got to that that point that you would feel like oh, well, I, I i don't know, i think we still got more to go we I never we still
2: we, we never stopped tweaking chuck
1: we never stop we never stop tweaking uh speaking of which um the the tcu women's basketball team uh mm. they're they're holding tryouts jamie um they did that uh yesterday and uh, again uh today they're holding they're holding tryouts uh for full-time students interested in walking on for the remainder of the 23-24 basketball season
2: what kind of nil deals do they get
1: Uh, I'm sure they get some pretty good swag would be my guess. Um, you know, uh, so, so here's, I mean, this is so, this is still so curious because we were looking at this last night and 10 players, uh, played in the TCU game, uh, on Saturday against Houston. So they had, they had 10 players available. All right. We we know now that Jaden Owens is out for the year um, with an injury. We know on their on their roster, Deja Turner is also out um, because she's got a, an injury as well, and Sedona Prince uh, is injured too. And they have two that are going to redshirt. So, technically speaking, that would leave them with with eight players on their roster. Okay, we don't we don't know who um, the two are that are injured, but it's still it's still very fishy smelling with regard to them just being able to walk away from K-State, one of the top teams in the conference, and Iowa State, um, you know, a, a team that previous to, to Wednesday was undefeated in, in Big 12 play. Uh, their, their net ranking going in
2: Go go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: Their net ranking going into the week was 38. So that that's 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 so it's comparable to where I, and I was listening. to Mike Gustafson was sharing this uh, yesterday on Tech Talk, and it's it's comparable to where the men are. I don't know what the men's net ranking is as of this moment, but it's it, it's comparable to that. So they're trying to preserve their net ranking, uh, and they're going to be in a situation where they're going to have more conference losses than they are overall losses. Okay. And will that be enough for them to still make it into postseason play, whether it's the NIT or the NCAA? Okay. But so still, it stinks out loud.
2: Okay. So there are so many things here. Um, first off, um, you said that there are two girls that are red shirting. Yes. Do you think that NCAA would be, I mean, I just read a story this morning that they gave a Miami player his ninth year of eligibility in football.
1: Yes. Ninth. Yes.
2: Ninth. Ninth. Okay. He was in the 2016 class with Jalen Hurts.
1: Right. Mahomes was still playing. Kingsbury was still your coach.
2: Okay. 2016. And they've just granted him a ninth year of eligibility in football. If TCU were to say, hey, we're going to play these two red shirts, so we don't have to forfeit the game, but we're only going to play the two games that we need them for. Would the NCAA not have said that's fair? We'll give them that year. I mean, you,
1: you would, you would think,
2: you, wouldn't you think so?
1: Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't there be a special? And,
2: and, I mean, you could apply for that waiver, and the NCAA would say absolutely that makes sense. We don't yeah. want you forfeiting games. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean. That's that's the the first part with me, and then and then the other part again. I go back to how much how you know losing to Kansas State. How much is that really going to hurt your net when they're a top fifteen team? Right. If you had lost the game to them, I can't believe it would have been hurt much at all. I just there's (laughs) so much more to this story that I just don't understand.
3: It's going to be very interesting to see their roster, their first game back, to try to figure out what happened.
2: And, and right. why have we not heard from them?
1: Robbie uh, University? Other than, uh, other than they're looking for walk-ons. Uh, right. I, I, it's, it's, it's crazy.
0: This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
1: January the 19th, 2024. Here is uh, Jeff McGuire with a stay in sports history.
3: Yeah, going to start in 1934. Major League Baseball Commissioner Kennesaw Mountain Landis denies Joe Jackson's appeal for reinstatement into baseball. Jackson was banned after the 1919 Black Sox World Series scandal. So this is, you know, probably his last chance at that point to try to get into the Hall of Fame.
1: Yeah. Do you you carry the same torch for uh, Shoeless Joe that you do for Jim Thorpe, Jeff? I'm just was kind of getting trying to get a comparison there.
3: I, I really am of two minds because I mean you look at the numbers, it didn't look like he did anything to throw the game, but he mm-hmm. did take the money. He did a crime. Um okay. and is the punishment probably a little harsh? Would they like to go back at it, look at it and maybe kind of reevaluate, sure, but he did take the money. That was that was fact. Yeah. Uh, 1972, Sandy Koufax, Yogi Berra, and Early Wynn elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Sandy Koufax, youngest uh, player ever inducted, uh, uh, enshrined and inducted into the uh, Hall of Fame. How old was he? Super you? young. I don't know the age. I do know that I, he is the still youngest player ever.
1: I, I want to say he was 34, Jamie. Uh, if, if you're just if you can double check me on he that, seems but he had down. a yeah. He had a uh, circulation problem in his arm that I think today would be relatively—I'm um, not going to say easy to repair because any kind of surgery on your arm, if you're a pitcher, is obviously you know pretty serious. But he he had a he had a type of injury that I think today is relatively common in terms of being able to go in, repair, and then rehab it.
2: Yeah, but 34—I mean, that's pretty pretty young if you're going to put together a Hall of Fame career. It usually takes longer than than that, yeah. Uh,
3: 1977, Ernie Banks is elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. 1989, U.S. President Ronald Reagan pardons New York Yankees owner George Steinbrenner for supplying illegal funds for the Nixon re-election campaign. (laughs) Gosh.
1: (laughs) You know, it's so funny because uh, if... uh, uh, a year from today, we'll be inaugurating a president, regardless of who it is. It's always on January the twentieth,
3: unless it's a the Sunday, then they moved to the Monday. Okay.
1: Uh, by the way, Sandy Koufax, thirty-six, so he retired at the age of thirty due to arthritis in his pitching elbow. But I, I'm I'm telling you, I, my, my, under, my my belief on that was that there's some kind, was some kind of circulation that led led to that that I think today could have been relatively fixed.
3: Uh, in the year two thousand. Michael Jordan, who led the Chicago Bulls to 6 NBA championships, as a player returns to the NBA, joining the Washington Wizards as part owner and president of basketball operations. That
2: went.
1: I think he regrets that, Jamie? Uh
2: Probably not.
1: Yeah. He and in two could chosen a better team.
3: Yeah, maybe. And in 2005, Ronald Ross, in a balanced attack with 22 points, and the Texas Tech, Tech men's basketball team held on to beat Missouri with uh, and held Missouri without a basket for more than 12 minutes in the second half in a 78-62 to 62 victory. 12 minutes holding your opponent scoreless. That's awesome. That's, That's impressive. You know. It is National Popcorn Day. Big fan. Happy birthday. Former Texas Tech Red Raider Lawrence Flugens is 44. Tomorrow, happy birthday to Torian Henderson, who turns 41. And Dr. Mike Gustason turns 57 tomorrow. Wow. Today, Dolly Parton is 78. Judy Sweeten is 42. Sean Wayans 53. Paula Dean 77. Luke Lonley, 55. Eric Mangini, 53. Jeff Van Gundy, 62. And Jim Morris from the rookie fame is 60. 60. 60.
1: It feels like Dolly Parton should be older. And you said she's 78? Correct. And it feels like that Paula Dean should be way older than Dolly Parton. If you'd have told me that Paula Dean was younger than. Dolly Parton always said, nah, there's no way. And when I think of Lawrence Flugens, I always think of a guy, he always looked very smart to me. You know, guys, and he spelled his name, I believe, L-A-U-R-E-N-C-E, I believe is how he spelled his name. And then Torian Henderson had that, that huge run um, in Spike's last game against Oklahoma for the uh, for the touchdown that Oklahoma probably still feels like is is not there.
2: Torian right had a big run right? against mm-hmm. the Jayhawks too.
1: Yeah, yeah, he did. He he That's had a huge one against the Jay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, kind of. I think that was right right before um, halftime, um, and kind of sparked Tech to come back and win uh, big in the in the second half. Um, and I, I, I'm memory serves me correct, I was at that game, so I don't know. <laughs>
3: and on <laughs> um, this. On this day in 1953, gentlemen, in one of the most widely publicized births in TV history, Mm -hmm. actress and comedian Lucille Ball welcomes her second child at Los Angeles Cedars of Lebanon Hospital on the same night that Lucy Ricardo, her character on the hit TV show I Love Lucy, also gives birth. The Lucy Goes to the Hospital episode in season two, episode sixteen, drew more viewers than any other television episode up to that date, and at least sixty percent of the American households tuned into CBS to watch the birth of Little Ricky. And that is this Dan Sports History.
1: Can I give an you upon further they... review? Yeah, sure.
2: Henderson scored with two thirty seven left in the fourth quarter to give Tech a 30 win over. Kansas, okay. Seventy okay. yard
1: run. Seventy yard run. Okay.
2: Yeah, I was remembering it was a long one. I couldn't remember exactly how yeah.
1: long. Okay. Well, I was, I was, I was, uh, I was wrong by a half.
2: It was late in the game. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. late, late, late in the game. Yeah, I I'm knew still it was trying a close to game. Yeah, I'm still trying to wrap my head around when Jeff said he's of two minds. I don't know if that's if that's Good or bad, you know, when he was talking about Jim Thorpe and and Shoeless Joe. Well, I'm of two minds.
3: Jim Thorpe got screwed by the Olympic Committee. No, I get it. Right, as a for basically taking hundred bucks to play minor league baseball. I mean, it, it wasn't you know. like it was an enormous fee, and they finally give it back to
1: him thirty years after he died.
3: Yeah, it was Joe Jackson whole, took was, the money when they threw the World Series.
1: Yeah, it was the whole of two minds concept that i was trying to wrap my mind around i feel that <laughs>
3: it's the i feel bad for joe jackson yeah and and wish that you could look at it a different way but he did the crime
1: yeah uh, a couple things here from the uh gates flooring center chat line uh chuck i listen because your morning comedy relief okay I don't, it's not always planned that way and then red raider two gun says uh, chuck i need my morning dose of whimsy uh whimsy whimsy (laughs) whimsy 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 uh
0: your daily dose of sports and fun this is the morning drive podcast from double t 97.3 presented by cantex roofing and construction
1: here this morning on lubbock sports station double t 97.3 and double t 97.3.com we come to you from our First United Bank Studios and look forward to hearing from you today on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. It is a basketball Friday presented by Abundance Energy with Jamie Lint and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. Man, Jamie, the um, <clears throat> the weather's kind of ending the week like the week started. I mean, it was 70 something degrees yesterday and now it's back down to, to 17. It's, uh, it's going to get a lot of people sick.
2: Yeah, that's uh, definitely a, a possibility. It has been a, a roller coaster of a week weather-wise.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe the the weather gods know that that when they screw things up like that, that uh, it messes with people's minds and bodies and and uh, activities and and stuff like that. I guess I I've, guess they're aware.
2: I have not been in communication with the weather gods, but if I if I see them, <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll, I'll ask. <laughs> okay.
1: I, uh, would you know one if you saw one?
2: I think I would. I think it would, I mean, it would be like a guy with a, I mean, like he'd have the, the look of the sun like around his head, right? There'd be okay. a glow to uh-huh. him, I would guess. Um, uh-huh. Either that or, you know, winds would be gusting. Maybe there'd be like the, mm-hmm. uh, the spinning, dirty winds like that follow around pig pen, maybe. Okay. Uh, I would think that would be <laughs> what a weather god would look like. Especially okay. one that was from Lubbock, there would definitely be a lot of wind around him.
1: Yeah, right. Probably looked like he needed a shower or something like that. Maybe. I don't Poss- know.
2: Quite possibly. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> quite possibly. Uh, another. Uh, f- upon further review, uh, I said Torrey and Henderson played in that 1999 Oklahoma game, and he did not. So my, uh, I think my, I think my brain has kind of been in the freezer. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do any recall. Uh, any recalls of anything from you know maybe past the last uh, mm, two weeks okay so i think i'm gonna, I think i'm gonna put my i'm going to put my brain on hold for today can i do that just no just put it on put it on hold just forward thinking nothing to recall from like games on in the in the past without without actually doing some crack research how about that
2: yeah his touchdown run against ou is in 05 correct
1: yeah 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 so again it's only a few years if it was the same stadium
2: there you go there you go
1: <laughs> i mean mm-hmm. that but i mean I same was, team i was it's same team right mm-hmm. same same team right? <laughs> just uh was just a just a, and i was at both those games but i mean it's i don't know it's a little foggy it was a little foggy between those two. Uh, let's see. Uh, thoughts, comments, Yates Flooring Center chat line, go to the Double TT973 mobile app for that. Visual Edge IT hotline is open, too, at 806-771-0973. Um, this is sarcasm from the Yates Flooring Center chat line, Jamie. But going back to the TCU story, uh, this texture goes, why don't the basketball men forfeit tough road games like Houston? Which yeah, why don't more teams do that? Going, ah, you know what? I, COVID. Uh, little Johnny sprained an ankle. George's got a tweaked knee. Uh, Ben's got a cough. Uh, Sammy down there is, you know, his mom's sick. Um, we, man, we don't have enough. We, we, we just don't have enough. So, uh, sorry about you. We're not going to go down to Houston and play. Uh, we'll just take the forfeit, and uh, you guys can have the win. I mean. Until they get some kind of firmer policy in place, surely we won't see other teams do this and take a coward way out, but that's what—that's kind of where TCU is, I think, on this, a coward's way out.
2: Um, yeah, I, 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 the answer to the question, I, I would guess it be because it's embarrassing
1: right. that you
2: don't play a game. Mm-hmm. Um, here, Here's me trying to see the other side of things, Chuck. Um, I got to believe that TCU would have felt the same way. And so that's what makes me think they're absolutely – um that they're, TCU wouldn't have done this unless they had no other options. I don't yeah, think they so. would have – I really don't think they would have just said, hey, we have some key players injured. I'm worried about my net rankings. I just don't think they would do that um and and so i think they must be in this situation that they had no other option i guess um rather than and and then rather than burn the red shirts of a a couple girls they decided to go this route whatever Mm -hmm. but at the same time that's where i get into the okay well i want to hear them i I want i want to hear them explain this to everyone you know, I I mean, and I know that there are HIPAA laws that say you can't say this girl or this what's wrong with this girl, or that girl, whatever. But I mean, like you said, we know they had ten, and one got hurt in the last game, and now we don't have six. So, like, is there an explanation of okay, well, two got hurt in practice or whatever? There, there's, I'd like to have an explanation.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I would, I would too. All right, seven oh seven this morning here on the morning drive. Texas Tech and BYU tomorrow. Both teams are fourteen and three on the season. BYU is ranked twentieth, as uh, the Red Raiders are ranked twenty fifth. And you know if they want to stay in the polls, uh, they're going to have to win. I mean, it's it's likely uh, that based on the on the on the outcome against Houston the other night that they'll that they'll probably fall out of the polls. But it's really more about kind of getting yourself back together and you know maybe uh, having just a, a really energized arena excited to see your your basketball team play um what would you like to see out of the red raiders tomorrow jamie
2: um boy i, I mean really i think byu is a good team i think they're going to pose a good strong challenge for the red raiders so um besides the obvious of just uh win uh, you I, I mean i guess we're all going to I don't really go into this game questioning our mental toughness or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not I'm not going to sit here and say I want to see if they can bounce back because I just expect that they will. Maybe, maybe that's maybe that's wrong of me to 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 do that, but I, I really do. I just feel like hey, this you know this is not a team that's going to just buckle and be scared over you know what what um, what happened in in on Wednesday night down in Houston. So I feel like they'll. I feel like they'll bounce back. So, in order to do that, I feel like they're going to have to defend the perimeter well because it's the team that loves shoots the threes and drive and kick.
1: A BYU has a, a loss to Cincinnati, a loss at Baylor, a loss, a win versus UCF, and a win versus um, Iowa State. The win versus Iowa State was the the other night, eighty seven to seventy two in Provo. Uh, the win at Central Florida, sixty-three, fifty-eight. I mean, if you're just kind of looking at a schedule comparison, and you look at what Central Florida's done, that that's a pretty good win, Jamie. That's a really good win.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: You know, and and whether we've uh, underestimated Central Florida or not is maybe something that, that you know we'll we'll find out coming up, you know, when the Red Raiders take them on. But I mean, you know, so far, I mean, they have the win at Texas the other night. And uh, the win at home versus uh, Kansas, uh, they did have a loss at K-State, a bad one, 77-52. And then the, they did lose to uh, to BYU, 63-58. I, I thought your comments yesterday um, with regard to the whole Texas situation were spot on with regard to the, to the horns down thing. That it was at one of their uh, social media guys, not at the bench, and that uh, the Texas coach totally blew that and he jumped to conclusions and uh, made himself look like a you know what
0: the morning drive podcast from double t97 is presented by cantex roofing and construction
2: okay gentlemen we're gonna talk red raider football this morning my question for you today when you look at the 2024 schedule again we don't know when you play all the games but we know who and where Mm -hmm. I'm telling you today that you can guarantee two wins on that schedule. And there's a lot of different ways to go about this, but two wins as to why you would choose your two. Mm. Who are the two games, the two wins that you want to guarantee?
1: Mm. Okay. Um, Boy, I I want to guarantee... I'll take two road wins. I'll take at Arizona, and no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna save that one. I'm gonna say at Oklahoma State. I'll take that one, and I'll take uh, home against Baylor because you just, you just, it's been a struggle uh, when you've played them at home. So, give me at Oklahoma State, and give me at home versus Baylor.
3: I like the Baylor win. Um, I'm trying to find it here. Have you got TC on the schedule next year? Yes. On
2: yes the road. And that's TCU. the other one.
3: Th- those are the two wins then.
2: Okay. Now, you guys are interesting with the Baylor one. I-, I would think of all the ones that we feel confident in. Baylor at home should be one that we, we shouldn't have to feel like we have to, it- we have to guarantee it and-, and that they won't just win that one on their own.
3: I want to make sure we keep our in state rivals down. Well,
2: I agree with that. Yeah. And,
3: and, and that's why I've put Baylor there. It's not mm-hmm. that I'm necessarily worried about that game. I, it could be 60 40 type game. But mm-hmm. let's make that 100% and we beat both the teams in the state of Texas.
2: I, I like your thinking. I do. I do. Um, I'm going for uh, let's win the Big 12 championship. And um, I feel pretty good about the Red Raiders playing at home. We know in the Joey McGuire era, you've done a great job at home. It's been a bit more of a struggle on the road, and some of that has to do with you just playing tougher competition on the road. So I'm I'm going to the road. I'm taking one of Chucks at Oklahoma State, and I'm I'm going to throw in Iowa State as my other that's one good. just because that's a hard yeah. place to win. Um, I oh, probably a week ago I would have taken Arizona as one of the yeah. two. But I feel a little bit differently about them right now. Um, but I'm I'm going to take those two because I feel like those will be two teams that will be near uh, the top of the Big 12 standings next year, somewhere near. And uh, getting two road wins uh, in Big 12 play would be huge, considering that we think you know you should have a really good chance to be five and two or better at home. Um, so take, get those two road wins in Big 12 action. And man, you, you're definitely putting yourself, I feel like, top three of the Big 12 conference and maybe even in the conference championship game.
1: Yeah. And depending on when you play Iowa State, too, I mean, you could be facing them in, you know, November and Arctic conditions or snow or what have you. Um, you know, or, or you could be facing them at the you know, start of the Big 12 season and they're completely healthy and et cetera. Yeah, I like the Iowa State one. Um, I think Oklahoma State's just going to be – they're going to be a, a really tough out. Um, just listening to Jeff Haxson the other day, you know, all the people that they have coming back in addition to their quarterback for a seventh year uh, of college eligibility. He's not spent all his time there. He spent time – here did Alan Bowman in Michigan and now at Oklahoma state, but they're, they're going to have a veteran veteran football team and Jamie, they may be favored to win the big 12 Mm -hmm. uh, when the preseason poll comes out. uh, just based on what they did this past year and, and based at what they have coming back at offensive line and the skill positions, in addition to the quarterback plus defense. I mean, it might be, it might be Mike Gundy's, you know, best team, um, and they had a ten-win team last year, and you know we talked the other day about teams that were what undervalued or maybe under underrated, so to speak. And I think to a person, we were all like, "Yeah, Oklahoma State or Mike Gundy is kind of fits fits that bill uh, to a degree." So I, I understand what you're saying about like my pick for Baylor and, and Jeffs too. Um, I was just kind of like going, "Well, it'd be nice to be nice to secure one at home." Um, I mean, and, Baylor, you know,
2: Baylor feels to me like – I mean, if I'm picking the – how many teams are we going to uh, have in the conference next year? I'm seriously asking this question. 14? 14.
1: I think it's I, 14, yeah.
2: I'm I'm picking Baylor in the last four or five. Yeah. And and feels like you should be able to win that one at home.
1: Yeah. That'd be like – you feel like if you're losing that game, then you're taking a step backwards. Yes. That's – that's that's a that's a that's a fair that's a fair point. That's a that's a fair point. So maybe I just maybe I let that logo fear me a little bit, Jamie. So my apologies. I was I was intimidated by the <laughs> you don't have to ferocious. apologize.
2: You're allowed to have was, an opinion. I,
1: I was I was a I was a I was I was uh I, I was just intimidated by the Baylor logo there for a moment. So, on for
3: the review? 16. sixteen. 16. sixteen. We're losing <laughs> I, I, two <laughs> take us back down to 12 this year there you go and we're so adding four
2: i ha- really have no clue
3: i'm right.
2: so confused i keep getting this wrong my bad yeah 16. yeah
3: yeah yeah i was All like right. wait a minute uh we're at 14 now and we're losing to gaining four. the math isn't working in my head anymore
1: right and you're gonna have a colorado at home um and you know if you if you're if there's if there's one team that you want to kind of put it on It'd be putting it on Colorado just because of the of the hype with with Dion, right?
2: Well, if there's one team you I would put it on, it's always going to be TCU.
1: Yeah, no, I, I. But I mean, at home, I guess is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I'm I, with you on TCU. I
2: don't, I don't like to lose. I loo- I'm not liking the thought of losing to Dion, so let's let's not do it.
1: Yeah. Uh, somebody says let's this on the H 4 Center all. chat line. <laughs> Seventh season for Bowman. Did I hear that right? Anything after four to five seasons of college football sounds ridiculous. Well, and as Jamie said, there's a guy in Miami that's getting a ninth year. Who, Mike Gustafson was going through this yesterday on Tech Talk with this guy, Jamie. His his first year of eligibility was, to put it in perspective, was Josh Young's first year of eligibility. Mm-hmm. So that, that tells you <clears throat> the nature of that uh, ridiculousness. Uh, this Chuck says we have struggled with Baylor at home recently, but since the end of the neutral site game, how many times have we lost to Baylor in Lubbock? Well, we we did we did the last time we played them in in uh, the Ring of Honor game for uh, for Patrick Mahomes. I mean, they punched us in the mouth, and we weren't able to to do that.
2: Okay, that's one. Uh,
1: yeah, that's one. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's that's the most recent one that I can think of. That's the one that's in the back of my mind. And remember, I said that my brain was frozen or on pause today, and then I wasn't going to go back into the memory bank anything more than maybe a year ago. So, so b-
2: that, besides that one, when was the last time we lost at home to Baylor?
1: I'd have to, I'd have to look it up to be honest with you. Cause
2: just, we haven't done it a lot because we haven't played them at home a lot.
1: Have Right. I haven't played it at home a whole lot. So, yeah. You know. Uh, let's from the Yates flooring center chat line. Uh, 95% we beat Baylor. They're in shambles right now. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Pepsi Man says, good morning, guys, from Lubbock, Texas. Okay, good morning, Pepsi Man. It's always, it's always good when he's in town. Maybe that's, uh, maybe that's a good sign. Maybe Pepsi Man can make it out to the uh, to the basketball game tomorrow. 7.39 this morning here on Lubbock Sports Station. Double T, 97.3 and Double T, 97.3. Com. All right, well, that's a that's a good question. Uh, we're still waiting on a football schedule. I mean, you know, you kind of hope that that'll be the next little piece of joy that'll come from uh, the athletics department, Jamie, is, is a home football schedule.
0: The Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
1: T-97-3 and double t 97 with Jamie Lint and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. We come to you this morning from our first United Bank studio and I look forward to hearing from you today on the Yates floor boring center chat line go to double t973.com for that or the mobile app visual edge it hotline is open as well at 806-771-0973 it is a basketball friday presented by abundance energy and we've been uh, talking quite a bit of hoops as well as uh football with the uh, with the nfl um getting to the uh, divisional weekend jamie i think and you're probably going to disagree with me on this you know, we had such a good name last year for Super Wildcard Weekend. This weekend it's just divisional games. I mean there's really no brand for it. Next weekend it's the AFC NFC Championship weekend, it's championship Sunday, and then of course in a couple of weeks after that it'll be Super Bowl Sunday. But for the divisional weekend it's it's kind of generic, it's bland, it's just kind of there. Any suggestions or thoughts?
2: Yes, yes. I've I've done extensive research <laughs> and yeah. I have I have suggestions for you and mm-hmm. for anyone who is similar minded like you. Okay, so last weekend we played wild card games.
1: Right? right? Super wild card weekend.
2: We played wild card games last weekend. And <laughs> yes. and, and we put weekend on the end and we mm-hmm. put super on the front mm-hmm. and suddenly it was so exciting. Okay. All right. So yes. this is now the divisional round.
1: Yeah. Divisional okay. round.
2: So what if we put weekend on the end and went with mm-hmm. something crazy at the beginning, like super and we went super divisional weekend.
1: No, it just doesn't have the right ring. Maybe dynamic, maybe uh defining divisional weekend. Maybe, I don't know. It's 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 something for the um, headline writers to come up with something for the uh, propagandists, uh, the the people, the blowhards, uh, mm. which you would think that I would be in <laughs> that meeting. Right. <laughs> that, that would I would be invited to that caucus. Have you right? uh, paid yeah. your
3: dues for that particular club there, Chuck? I know you're a member, but have you paid your dues?
1: That's Are you a in good question. standing? Uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a great question uh i don't know i don't know if that's come into my inbox or not maybe it's in my junk mail uh but i'll be glad to i'll be glad to because i should be a do a card carrying do paying member of the bombastic ballyhooed you know blowhard uh club I, I probably could be a charter member of of said of said club so uh but but it's it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting i mean we'll we'll have uh divisional games and and uh you know it'll kind of get us down to it'll get us down to the final four uh with the Texans and the Ravens and the Packers and the 49ers playing tomorrow and then Sunday the Bucks and the Lions from Detroit and the Chiefs and the bills uh from uh from Buffalo I, I do um,
2: I do feel like last weekend I felt like had the more had the better matchups. Now, obviously, we had more games, right? So that mm. increased the odds. But I felt like there were more, I don't know, just really good, exciting matchups last weekend.
1: So if you had to, if you had to rank the four games uh, in, in order of kind of what you think are going to be compelling, how, how would they go in your mind?
2: Um, I would go, well, I mean, obviously, we the number one seeds are playing the – the worst teams left on their side right so by just by nature that you would expect those games to be the the bigger blowouts right
1: yeah i I just had this feeling that i have a feeling those games are going to be a little closer than what we think
2: okay well i i don't know that i think either one of them is going to be a blowout but i guess i should say that the larger separation let me let me say -hmm. that better yeah um Mm -hmm. i would um I would go the two Sunday games with the night game with the Chiefs and the Bills being the the best um game. I think Detroit and Tampa's fun is two. I probably go just because of their um the history and tradition with the two programs or two teams, the Niners and Packers three and the Ravens Texans four. I'm not saying that's what I'm the most interested in because I would tell you the second most interested that I am in is in the Texans and Ravens, because I'm I'm rooting hard for the Texans. But I just, as far as compelling goes, I would put them in the order that I did there.
1: Yeah. Um, like if you were to kind of, you know, stop a thousand cars and and pull people.
2: Why would I do that? If
1: you. (laughs) Well, some someday I'm gonna say. If you were to do this and you were gonna, you're going to say i did that last night and here's the result <laughs> you know, I've, some some someday someday you're gonna you're gonna do that if you it, which of the of the teams remaining of the eight teams that are remaining rank them in a likability like if if it was just a popularity contest how do you think how do you think they would rank
2: um like ability hmm like across the country
1: Um, Yeah, across the country yes
2: I would put the Chiefs at number one I would put the Lions at number two I would put Tampa at eight because everybody hates Baker okay um, boy the rest are just kind of all there Um, the Texans would be three just because everybody likes a young quarterback young head coach it's a good story there
1: sure um, underdog
2: yeah 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 Um,
3: there's a think- lot of history with Green Bay and San Francisco that right. there will be fans across the country for both of those two teams though.
2: yeah but there are also fans across the country that hate them they're like the Cowboys. Um I guess so where am I? Like am I at five now or four?
3: Yeah.
2: Okay, but what I will...
3: four positive the bills? six uh seven negative. Yeah, five, six, seven.
2: Um Bills I guess are four. I guess the I put the 49ers at seven, the Packers at six. And who have I left off? Ravens. Ravens. Eh, I put the Ravens in front of the Bills.
1: You would. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't think I would. I, I think I'd put the I think I'd put the Bills a little bit higher. The other question I have is: At what point in time will the nationwide fan base look at the Chiefs and go, "I hate the fact that they're there every year and that they're winning and that they become the New England Patriots"? To them.
3: Where do you think the Taylor Swift hatred has come from?
2: Well, I. I mean, if that eventually may come, and I think there's probably, I think there's some of that already, but I, I think that mm-hmm. for the most part, um, everybody loves Mahomes' ability. I, I. I think some of that changed when he acted like he did in, in the game mm-hmm. earlier this year. Um, that hurt him a little bit. But I. I. I mean, I just think everybody loves watching him because of his skills. It's so much fun.
0: Yeah. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at DoubleT97.3.com.